From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Demer. Today on the show, a new Congress gets sworn in. What does that mean for crypto? That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2022. And as I said on Twitter, if you don't follow our Twitter, it's at The Decrypt Daily. And on Twitter, I said that this week we're going to do shows from Tuesday to Saturday. The reason is, as most people were off on Monday, meaning that there wasn't much news to cover. I mean, if you look at Decrypt, Coindesk, The Block, Cointelegraph, everybody pretty much wasn't reporting on the news on Monday. And so therefore we had to wait for today. So you'll still get five shows this week, just Tuesday through Saturday. And then we'll be back on Monday for Monday through Saturday. Anyway, I hope that's okay with everybody. And as always, you can always write me Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. That email is in the show notes. Now to our crypto prices. The time is 10.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $16,644, down 0.5% in 24, or 1.1 in 7. Ethereum's number 2 at $1,209, down 0.8% in 24. Tether's number 3, USDC's number 4, and Binance is at 245 down 0.7%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. Some coins that I wanted to point out today... We have Litecoin sitting at 7436. It's down in 24, but up 6.5% in 7. Solana is making some big gains. A lot of people were saying there is no way Solana is going to stay in the single digits. I saw people tweet it all weekend, and it's at $12.86. It's up 15.4% in 24, or 18.2 in 7. I mean, look, if it goes from $12 all the way up to its all time high again, somebody's going to make a killing. And OKB is having a hell of a week, too. It's up 22%. It's at 29.22. The total market cap today is at $804 billion. We have a BTC dominance a little bit below 40%. It's at 39.8. And an F dominance of 18.4. Moving into today's headlines, first thing I want to highlight today is that we're going to get a new Congress. The 118th Congress is going to be sworn in this afternoon in an ongoing issue, bipartisan issue, is that there are Congress people trading stocks and holding stocks. And lawmakers from both sides have at one point expressed support for legislation banning members from investing in trading stocks, and that could extend to cryptocurrencies. And as we know, with a new Congress comes a new Speaker of the House. And as we know, Republicans are going to take a majority of the House by a slim margin, but still a majority. That means there's going to be a Republican Speaker of the House. And Kevin McCarthy is trying to become that Speaker of the House. Obviously, there's a little bit of turmoil and a little confusion if he's actually going to get the votes to become Speaker of the House. But if he does, back in January of 2022, said that he would consider an outright ban on lawmakers holding and trading stocks. And that measure could extend to crypto. 
As we know from reporting on the show and many other places, our last Congress, the 117th Congress, saw 77 lawmakers reportedly violating the disclosure requirements. If you're in Congress and if you trade stocks or cryptocurrencies or whatever or buy new real estate, you have to disclose it within a certain window of time. And a lot of people failed to do that. A lot of Congress people failed to do that under the Stop Trading Congressional Knowledge Act or the Stock Act. Also, there's a problem with Congress trading stocks. Basically, right now, you can sit on a committee, say for banking, then pass some laws about banking, walk out the room and short the banking industry, then pass the law on banking. Now, obviously, that is no bueno. There's ethical concerns there, and it is not legal. However, there's a lot of correlation that this still happens, and there's really little to no repercussions when it does. For example, from the New York Times, I found this information. From 2019 to 2021, 183 members of Congress reported a trade of a stock or another financial asset by themselves or immediate family members. More than half of them sat in a congressional committee that potentially gave them insight into the companies whose shares they were buying and selling. For example, Senator Tommy Tuberville, a Republican from Alabama and a member of the Agriculture Committee, regularly reported buying and selling contracts tied to cattle prices even as the panel, by Mr. Tuberville's own account, had been talking about the cattle markets. So basically, he was sitting on the Agriculture Committee, talking about cattle markets, and buying and selling the cattle markets. But don't think I'm only picking on Republicans. Wife of Representative Alan Lowenthal, a Democrat from California, sold her shares in Boeing on March 5th of 2020, one day before the House Committee, which he sits on, released damaging findings of Boeing and its handling of the 737 MAX jet, which was involved in two fatal crashes. Basically, they investigated Boeing's 737 MAX jet, why two crashed. It looks as though he had inside information, told his wife about it. His wife traded and shorted the stock or just sold the stock, and then they released information. So, long story short, this could extend to crypto. If you're trying to regulate crypto and you're a sitting congressperson, you might not want to have insider information and buy and sell Bitcoin while you're trying to regulate Bitcoin. We spoke about this on the show before. Citizens have been asking Congress to take this up for a long time. Congress continuously failed. I'd like to see what happens. Let's see if this passes. Do you think this should pass? Do you think it should only be stocks? Or do you think it should be extended to crypto? Let me know. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The elephant in the room that I think not enough people are talking about. Genesis is owned by Digital Currency Group, or DCG. It's in a bad spot. The company's lending arm halted customer draws in November amid the downfall of FTX. And it reportedly owes users of Gemini's earned product around $900 million. So Genesis was the primary partner of Gemini Earn, which allowed users to deposit their cryptocurrencies and receive yields of between 0.45% and 8% interest. And well, the $900 million question has yet to be resolved. So co-founder of Gemini, Cameron Rinklevoss, tweeted an open letter to founder and CEO Barry Silbert, addressing what he characterized as evasive tactics by DCG and Silbert as they collectively try to resolve the situation by working out a consensual resolution. 
but Cameron alleged that Silver and his companies have slow-walked the process. Winklevoss wrote, We appreciate that there are startup costs to any restructuring, and at times, don't go as fast as we would like. However, it's becoming clear that you have been engaging in bad faith stall tactics. Silbert has been accused of refusing to get in a room with Gemini leadership to hash things out and agree on a timeline with a key milestone. Cameron added, After six weeks, your behavior is not only completely unacceptable, it's unconscionable. The idea in your head that you can quietly hide in your ivory tower and that this will all magically go away or that this is someone else's problem is pure fantasy. In a November letter, Silbert, he attempted to reassure investors that DCG faced no imminent threat amid the industry's wide shockwaves following FTX's collapse, which we've seen that one before. Well, Cameron's not the only one that's pissed off. Apparently, users are too. Three Gemini Earn users are seeking arbitration in a class action lawsuit against broker Genesis and its parent company, DCG. The claimants allege that Genesis and DCG breached their contract with them by attempting to conceal their insolvency. The lawsuit alleges that Genesis attempted to conceal its insolvency via a sham transaction involving debt owned by bankrupt crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital. In this transaction, DCG allegedly bought the right to collect $2.3 billion in debt owed to Genesis by Three Arrows Capital in the form of a promissory note for $1.1 billion, due in 2033. The class action continues. This failure to cure the insolvency and continue representations that it was not insolvent breached the contract and constituted in events of default, which automatically terminated the loans between claimants and Genesis, therefore triggering GCC's obligation to return claimants' digital assets. We have some BitThumb news today. BitThumb's largest shareholder, Park Mo committed suicide a couple days ago. Park was being investigated for embezzlement and stock price manipulation. And a couple days later, the former chairman of BitThumb, Lee Jung-hun, has been found not guilty of fraud. He was cleared of all wrongdoings relating to the 2018 BitThumb coin token sale. There's been a ruffle tuffle and more than five minutes it lasted between the Securities Commission of the Bahamas, the SCB, and John J. Ray III, FTX's new CEO and the SEB sought to correct material misstatements made by FTX's chief executive. Among the contested points were SEB's own calculations regarding the value of assets which it has been holding since FTX filed for bankruptcy last month. Those hodlings are worth $3.5 billion, according to their calculations, and that's based on the market price at the time they were seized. FTX are saying, nah, we don't think so. They said that those assets are worth around $296 million at the time the Bahamas took custody of them. FTX has also stated that the SCB has been stonewalling, saying that the regulator and other Bahamian authorities have shown complete refusals to provide any information whatsoever, including an account of the diverted assets. The SCB hit back on Tuesday, saying that FTX's statement was based on incomplete information, and that FTX chosen not to use their ability to request information from the joint provisional liquidators overseeing the bankruptcy process. The SCB continued to say, Mr. Ray has not once reached out to the commission to discuss any of his concerns before airing them publicly. The commission has still not received a response to a 7th of December 2022 letter to Mr. Ray offering cooperation with Chapter 11 debtors. Let's just say this back and forth is going to play out for a while. And finally, SushiSwap has made the decision to shut down Kashi, its lending protocol, and Miso, its token launchpad. They said that Kashi had a number of design flaws and ran at a loss. And had lack of resources dedicated to it. Miso merely suffered from lack of resources. 
Susie Schwab has faced significant financial uncertainty in recent months. In a December update, the firm said that they had only 1.5 years of operating costs, saying that the situation requires immediate action to ensure sufficient resources for uninterrupted operation. As part of its efforts to cut back to a yearly expenditure of $5 million, they're cutting back underperforming dependencies and enforcing a budget freeze on expenses such as non-critical personnel and infrastructure. They also announced in a tweet that the company reported a $30 million loss in the preceding 12 months. Thank you very much for jumping into 2023 with me, Matthew Deemer. This is our 762nd show. I can't wait to go all year with you and talk about everything that's happening in the crypto space. You know what I'm going to say. Happy hodling, everybody. And I hope that you have a great, I hope we have a great 2023.